Hello everyone, it's me, Stacy. I am back briefly. I cannot promise that I will be posting um, as I should on Tuesdays and Thursdays because I have been very busy and along with this coronavirus thing, I've been working from home. So that's taking a lot of my time up. You would think that working from home would be easier than being in the office, but it isn't. You know, it really isn't. It's more stressful. You're like more confined and concealed to your PC rather than when you're at work. You know, when you're in the office, you can get up and walk around and go talk to someone and go to the coffee station and go downstairs to the store and do all kinds of stuff. But when you're working from home, you're just like in your living room in front of your computer all day long, afraid to miss an email or a phone call. You know, so that's been taking up a lot of my time. However, um, I will come to you a little briefly uh, tonight, just a little something that um, I want to talk about. Actually, and also I want to thank everyone that has been inboxing me and emailing me, asking me what's going on or how am I doing and what's the hold up with my podcast and so forth and so on. Thank you all. I um, I had no idea that I would actually touch people in the way that I did. And, and I'm really surprised and I want to thank you for your support. I did not forget any of you. But I just been very, very busy. So, you know, please hang in there with me. Um, unfortunately, I won't be able to like podcast all the time. But when I can, I will definitely do it. And I will definitely post so everyone will know that I'm back online. Um, I want to talk to, to us, us parents. I, I'm curious to know that do we think we're doing enough for our children's future? Like, are we setting a good example for them? You know, like, do you, do you ever sit back and say, I wonder if I'm setting a good example for my son or my daughter? And am I giving them the tools that they need to raise their children, even long after I'm gone? You know, and because I sit back and I look at my mother and, and I say, wow, you know, if it wasn't for her giving me the tools that I have, I wouldn't be the mother or the woman that I am today. You know, so I try hard to spill that into my daughter, you know, and I try to make sure that she has the tools that she needs to be able to survive when I'm no longer around and when she has children. You know, I often sit back and think about my grandfather and my grandmother the way they were. You know, and, and how responsible they were when it, they came to their daughter, you know, which is my mother. And, and I try to piggyback on a lot of their parenting as well, you know. So I say that to say that we really need to be mindful of what we're doing and making sure that we are giving our children the tools that they need. You know, parents, it's okay to be uh, our children's friend. But it also has to be a line there. You know, I noticed that a lot of times that a lot of the parents are so busy being their children's friend that they forget to be their parent. So the children get mixed signals and they start thinking that they're their parents equal. You know, I watched two, uh, two young ladies in the Nellery, uh, I want to say last week, I thought they were friends by the way that they were talking to each other 
by the way that they were just acting and come to find out they were mother and daughter. You know, and the mother, she was sitting in there and she was cussing up a storm and she smelled like joint and the daughter did too. And I'm thinking they friends. I'm thinking these are two friends hanging out together. You know, because the mother, she was a beautiful woman. She looked very young. You know, we don't, we, we age well. You know, so I thought she was actually a friend. But they were, they were mother and daughter. And they were talking about like sex, like out in public, really loud, you know, stuff that mother and daughter shouldn't be talking about, especially out in public. You know, and, and you know, they were just going back and forth. And I said to myself, I could see right here, they have forgotten that they are mother and daughter. I blame the mother. The mother has forgotten that she's actually the mother. She thinks that she is now one of her daughter's friends. You know, and one thing I don't think we should do as parents is hang out with our children. Our children have a life and we have a life. Yes, yeah, sometimes our lives will combine together and we will be in a setting together. But I don't think that as a parent, you should be literally hanging out with your children. I see parents all the time, you know, at the club with their children, you know, outside on the porch with their children and their children's friends. And they, you know, they passing the joint around and the beer and this, that and the other, you know, and I just think that that's that's not good parenting. You know, because what you're doing is if you're hanging out with your sons and your daughters on a friendship level, once they become parents, they are going to be on a friendship level with their children. And that's not good. You have to be a parent first. And that comes from a lot of the parents having their children at a young age and not being able to live their life, you know. And so now they want to live their life through their children and they want to hang out with their children. And they really be like, oh, you know, I'm 30, you know, and my child is, you know, 17, 18. I look good for my age. I want to hang out with my child. You can't do that. You have to realize that you are the parent. Once you become a parent, everything that you wanted to do before then has to stop. I don't care how old you were or how young you were when you had those children. You have to be the parent. You can't hang out with your, your sons and your daughters. You can't be at the club with your sons and your daughters. You can't do all of that. You know what I'm saying? You can't do it because, again, mixed signals. So then that's bad parenting. Now your daughter and your son didn't have children. They don't know how to parent well. They don't know how to nourish that child. They don't need to know how to hug that child. They don't need to know how to tell that child, I love you, because they're too busy being friends with that child because that's what you taught them. You know what I'm saying? So then when your son walk in the house and his pants is hanging down and he's smelling like joint and his, his eyes is all red or whatever and you the father and you like, whoa, don't be coming in here like that. You can't do this. You can't do that. Whoa, pop. This is what you taught me. This is what you showed me. You made me feel and think that it was okay to walk around with my pants hanging down or smelling like joint and my eyes red and just wilding out. This is what you taught me. You didn't teach me how to be a gentleman. You know, so you can't say don't do this and you're doing it. And how are you going to check your son for being a certain way when you were the one that planted that seed? And the same thing for the mothers. How are you walking around with your skirt up and you know you this man, that man, and you cussing and you acting like this and you at every club in the city and you got all these boyfriends and you got all of that and you know, and your daughter start doing it and you telling her, whoa, 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 you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Why not? 
Why not, mom? This is what you showed me. This is what you taught me. This is the cup of water that you've had me drink and consume. So I'm thinking that this is what I'm supposed to do and what I'm supposed to be. You know, so we have to take responsibility for what we plant in our children so they can be productive young ladies and men out here. You know, and the same thing with the fathers or whatever. If you out here disrespecting women, calling them whores and, oh, yeah, that bitch up the street and I had her and this, that and blah, 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 so forth and so on. Your son is hearing all of this, you know, and your daughter's is hearing all of this. So now your son is going to be out there disrespecting all these women, you know, and you think it's cool because your son is, oh, yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, but you're not teaching him, right? You know, and your daughter's seeing that and they thinking like, oh, well, my dad did this and my dad was this, that, and the other. So this is what I'm going to accept out of a man. No, no. And we have to make sure that we are getting up every morning, going to work, you know, are going to school, doing something positive so our children can see us doing something productive. Not getting up in the morning, coming downstairs, turning the TV on or turning the PlayStation on or whatever the games is that the guys play, you know, or just going outside, standing on the corner or opening the door, standing in the doorway and then going back to the couch, watching stories, watching all these old talk shows all day. They don't need to see that because then they're thinking that that's what they're supposed to do. We have to motivate them. If we're not motivated, our children are not going to be motivated. You know, push them to do more than what you did as a teenager or as a young parent. I mean, we're all older now, you know, so we have been there, done that. So we have to make sure they're not doing that. You know, and then I, I, it, it's okay. I want to tell you this story. I know that this, this woman, she's feeling a certain way about me because her son, um, he's, he, he's a child to me because he's my daughter's age. You know, he's okay guy, but he's not motivated. He's home all day. He doesn't want to go to school. He doesn't want to get a job. He's always outside with a beer or a joint. He's always just being reckless. And he has a sort of crush on my daughter. You know, and she mentioned it to me. You know, I'm not going to call her by her name because I don't do that. I'm not putting people out there like that. And my response to her was, no, I I don't think that would be a good idea. No, I said, I don't think that would be a good mix. You know, and she was like, good mix. I was like, no. I said, first of all, when it comes to men, you know, even though that's my department, that's really my daughter's father department. He handles that area. I said, but I don't think it would be a good mix. So she took that as if me saying that her son was nothing. I'm not totally saying that he isn't anything, but I'm just saying that's not the caliber of man that my daughter has been trained to go for. You know, she knows that um, she needs a man in her life that's going to want to get up and work. You know, not take care of her because she got a degree. She can take care of herself. You know what I'm saying? But productive. You know, someone's going to get up and go to work. Someone is going to be responsible. Someone that she can lean on. Someone that can lean on her. Someone that they can build together with. And that type of guy is not that type of guy that she would be able to build with. You know, so I could tell she felt some type of way about it. But honestly, I did not even really care. You know, and that comes from bad parenting. 
You know, when you see your children doing something they ain't got no business on, you need to speak on it. Don't say stuff like, oh, just like they father. Oh, just like they mother. No. At some point, the cycle has to stop. At what point are we going to stop the cycle? You know, everybody grew up and didn't like something, something that their parents did or didn't do. You know, something in their childhood growing up, they they felt the way about it. You know, and that's the piece that you need to make sure you change. You know, because it was things that I wasn't feeling that I liked too much about my upbringing. And guess what? I mean, I didn't have a bad upbringing, but I made sure I made sure my daughter did not get that. You know, I always made sure I was there for my daughter. We had to make sure we're there for our children, especially the boys. Look at our boys. We barely have any left. You know, they're getting gunned down all day long, basically. You know, all day long. Look, at and our girls, our girls are running wild. They're just as bad as the boys. All these flash mobs and all this thing, that's the girls. The girls are running wild. Their mouths are as reckless as the boys. Why? Because there's no young lady teaching them how to be a lady. You know, none of that. What happened to this? It's it's unbelievable. You know, so if if you constantly, as a woman, cussing and fighting and doing this and doing that and just reckless and your little daughter is watching this, oh, she's going to do the same thing. And so you done planted that in her and now she's going to be an adult and she's going to have a little girl and she's going to put that in her little girl. And they're not going to get far. You know, because when they when they go to approach someone, you know, for a job or even schooling or anything like that, their whole demeanor is going to be so off. No one's going to want to be around them. You know, and the same thing for the boys. They so reckless sometimes and so disrespectful sometimes jobs or anybody don't want to be bothered with them. And you have to realize something that these young kids is doing, and I really hope that they are listening with the social media. You have to be careful what you're posting on social media because it stays there. You think because you deleted it, it's gone now. Someone can screenshot that picture, screenshot that post, and they have it. You see what I'm saying? They have it, and that stuff will come back to haunt you. I'm telling you, it will. It will come back to haunt you. I'm going to tell you right now, and this is the honest to God truth. Young people, you post dressing your kind of way. You post holding guns. You post smoking joint. You post in the bar. You say all kinds of reckless stuff in your post. When you go for a job, they are looking at that. All that on my page is blocked. This, that. No, it's a way around it. Trust me, it is. There is a way to get around to see your post, you know, and so you have to be watch you'd be mindful and watch what you do. It's a lot of celebrities now just kicking themselves for stuff they done said and did years ago that's coming back to bite them. I look at these young girls on social media and they got their breasts hanging out and they and I'm looking like, come on, sweetheart, come on, do you know who you are? That's going to come back to bite you. You don't want that. You don't want that. You know, and then, and then a lot of the women, 
they wonder why they can't get a man or this man, he doesn't want me or I'm this, I'm that. You know why? Because you a grown woman and you on Facebook and you talking reckless and your behind is out and your breast is out and you think that a, a real man don't want that. Okay, he may knock you off. Nine out of ten, some of them won't even knock you off, to be honest with you. They may look at you like, ah, no. Trust me, you're not going to come home to meet his mama. You're not going to meet his children. Oh, he's not going to keep you on his side because you're not what he wants. You know, men are not stupid. They know what is a keeper and what is a layer. So when you do stuff like that, that's what you're telling them. And same thing for men. It's the same thing for you. I look at a lot of the men and they on there. They got the middle finger up. They got the, the joint in their mouth. They got this going on. They got the, no, no, no woman wants that. They don't want that. So all of us, we need to be mindful of what we are doing in our life and how it can affect us and our children, you know, but, and I, but I want to get back to the younger children with the social media, be very careful what you're doing because it will come back to bite you. Trust me when I tell you, trust me, you know, and then sometimes you young children, when, when an adult try to tell you, hey, maybe you shouldn't be posting that or wearing that and so forth. So you get an attitude and you get disrespectful. So I can understand how sometimes adults fall back and don't even want to say nothing to you. They just look at you and shake their head. You know, are you serious? I, I know on, on the block that I grew up on, 46th Street, Farragut Street, everyone says something to us. If I was out of line, you know, someone would say something, you know, and they didn't need my mom permission or anything like that. And they would tell my mom, Debbie, uh, I had to say X, Y, Z or to Stacy and Marvin. They was this, that and the other. And my mom didn't flip out. It was like, oh, OK. But you can't even do that now, because if you check little so-and-so across the street, her mother will come out the house and want to fight you. You know, it's just like the whole parenting thing has gotten out of control. Has gotten so out of control. And, you know, and then not all, and I know that a lot of parents try hard and they try to teach their children. They try to school their children. And sometimes their children just go left. I understand that. But again, as a parent, do everything that you can possibly do to make sure that your children is doing the right thing. I know when they get with their friends, they do things we don't want them to do. But just make sure that if there's any crazy cycles in your family, and I know there's some in mine. My family isn't perfect, you know. But I made sure the things that I didn't like or the things that, the cycles that I wanted to break in my family that I did so when it came to my daughter, you know, and my daughter, she's 24 years old. And to this day, I always make sure I have time to sit and talk to her to find out what's going on. And I've been this way with her since she was able to speak. And we have a good relationship and we talk about everything. And I mean everything. You know, and if I'm doing something, she's like, oh, mom, you wasn't we supposed to be talking today? We will talk. Because 
I don't want my daughter getting any information from no one but me. But me. Now, I know her father gets her information as far as what the way the father needs to give her like for a man's point of view or whatever relationship conversations that they have that she needs from her father because I can't give her that piece. That's their thing. But I'm just saying with me, I make sure no matter what I'm doing, that I have time for my daughter. And I'm going to always make sure. You know, because the last thing I want is my daughter to be caught slipping out here in the streets. You know, and I'm not grooming her to make her think that she's better than someone else. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just grooming her in a way that I pray and hope that she will be able to survive. You know, and to be a young lady and to respect herself and to demand respect when she steps in the room. Or when she's doing like anything, you know, because she's a businesswoman. When you walk in the room, I want them to know, hey, that is Unique Warmack. Okay, she's here to conduct business and nothing more than that. When that man walks up and want to meet her, I need him to say, oh, I can't come sideways with her. I got to come correct. You know, and that's just what, you know, that's what I, I work hard for. And I, and I pray that I am instilling in her. And from what I can see, I think I'm doing a good job at it. Am I perfect? No. But that's just something that I want to say as parents. We have to realize that we are not our children's friends. We can have a friend relationship, but we have to have that parent relationship. Sometimes parents take the friendship relationship with their children too far. Too far. And parents know. Know you're equal. Your friends is 40, 50 years old. That's your era. Not the 20s. Not the 30s. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. You know, and, and I think that everything will work out if we all can do that. And again, I'm going to let you go because I'm just going on and on and on. And, and if I offend anyone, I'm sorry. You know, I'm used to getting the emails. You don't know what you're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't have said this. You shouldn't have said that. Then I'm sorry. You know, the shoe fits. Then, hey, wear it. But what I'm saying is, again, as parents... We have to cut the friendship to a point, to a certain level. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And just like the gentleman, I'm quite sure you, when a young lady steps to your son, you want her to be someone that's going to be responsible and, and can raise your grandchildren in the way that you will want to raise them. You know, you don't want your son coming home with just any old body. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but I'm just saying, you understand where I'm coming from. You know, so again, uh, be mindful of what we're doing when we're raising our children. Make sure we're setting the perfect example. Make sure our children know we love them. Um, 
everyone's child is our child. That's something that we need to make sure that we are practicing because a lot of us will just turn, that ain't my child, I ain't worried about it. I ain't even gonna tell her, honey, pull those, pull that skirt up a little bit or honey, fix that blouse, that ain't my child. No, we can't do that. We can't do that. And we need to stop doing that. Because I'll tell a young lady in a minute, sweetheart, fix that top or fix that. My daughter will be like, mom, no. Because in good conscience, I can't not say anything. Now, if she chose to, to walk out the store and, and fix it back the way she had it, then, you know, it's nothing I could do. I said it. I asked her, sweetheart, fix that top or so forth and so on. And a lot of times they don't get upset with you. I know a couple of young ladies didn't get upset with me. You know, they was kind of surprised that I said it. And sometimes that's what they want because they're not getting it from their mother. Or they're not getting it from their father or anything like that. You know, I tell my daughter all the time, whoa, let me see that. Uh, I don't think so. You know, I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's just the way we have to be out here this day and age. You know, it's the way we have to be. You know, my daughter, like I said, she's 24 years old and I still do not go to sleep until she come in the house. And I would have to get up and be to work at seven in the morning. And I'm still like, where's my child? You know, because there's so much going on out here. You know, so that's it. Um, I'm going to let you all go. And, and again, I hope everyone is making out with this coronavirus thing. This thing is really, really, is really out of control. It is bigger than what I thought it was when I first heard about it. I was like, oh, okay, a virus. You know, then next week I was like, oh, okay. But then when it got to the point that they started shutting things down and they was like, hey, don't come back to the office. You got to work from home and this, that, and this, that, and the other. That's when I started getting scary for me. You know, so please check on everyone, not just the elderly, check on everyone, everyone, all your neighbors. You know, I know my mother's probably sick of me because I call her all day long. Mom, what's up? What are you doing? This, that, and the other. I done cleaned her apartment so many times. She probably is like, if this girl come to my house one more time and clean up, <laughs> you know, I, I've changed things around. I guess I'm afraid, you know. My mother isn't in the best health, so, you know, I can't really afford to lose her. That's not something that I don't think I would be able to handle, you know. And actually, I said to my daughter today, I said, you know what, Unique, I think I'm at the call grandma and tell her to get up here. You know, I know she's probably going to fight me tooth and nail because she doesn't want to leave her house. But I think that's what it's going to come to because I'm not even sleeping good at night, you know, not knowing exactly what she's doing or what's going on. I've told her, stay away from your neighbors. Don't even talk to them. You know, I went as far as telling her, don't even take our mail out the mailbox. Doesn't matter. <laughs> leave it there. Any bills need to be paid. I can look online and pay them, you know, so leave that mail there. You know, or to I get there to, to retrieve the mail for you. So um, I'm going to say good night. You know, I um, hope everyone have a blessed day. The rest of the night is kind of late now. I will probably post this tomorrow. It's actually Saturday that I'm actually recording this. Um, I want to give a special shout out to my cousin Brenda. She's one of my biggest supporters of all time. She support me and everything that I've done, you know, um, I want to thank her a lot for, for everything. Um, again, everyone, you have a blessed night. This is Stacy. I'm signing off. Have a good one. Bye-bye.